Mr. Humphreys, leave my pussy alone. I just went gay all of a sudden. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. You sound gay. You look gay. You're gay. Wolfcast. Well, now we've got that sorted out, can we get on? Wolfcast. <laughs> All right, it's time for the Puff Cast. Hooray! Fabulous Adam Richard, the outrageous Scott Brennan. Hi! And the very punctual Toby Sullivan. Tomorrow. I'll go to Tara tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was caught in a pinch. It's not, it's not my best Yeah, word. no, yeah. No, that's not even right. quite, really. No. Isn't it? I'm tomorrow sure it is. is another day. <laughs> yeah, but before that, she says, tomorrow, whatever shall I do? Right. Whatever shall I go, whatever shall I do? Yeah, I'm going to Tara tomorrow. I'll never be tarot. hungry again. Tarot. Go to Tara tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. That's because which tomorrow is, the, is another which day. Which is what I said. Okay, gay. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> all right? Gay. Okay, yeah, the fact that we're arguing. Uh, <laughs> do you know, this is why I didn't go to university. Because I, well, I signed up for cinema studies at uh, <laughs> <the> Trove. <laughs> and um, my first class, I'm... Which was basically just kind of paying fees, 101. Yeah, that pretty was, much. Yeah. Uh, but I went to, you had to go and watch a movie. Yeah. And we watched The Man Who Knew Too Much, which stars... Uh, Jamie Stewart. Jamie Stewart oh, and Doris yes. Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she sings Que Sera, Sera And then I went to the Chute, where you sit around and talk about... The lecture. There was no lecture because it was a movie. Mm. And um, we sat around talking about whether or not Doris Day sang K Sarah Sarah in The Man Who Knew Too Much was integral to the plot or was just a marketing thing so she could sell records. And I thought, I could talk about fucking Doris Day at the Peel. Yeah. <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning. And not pay $10,000. Yeah, not come out of it with some hideous hex debt. So I, to this day, have not had a hex debt or an education. I had a huge uh, hex debt. had a massive hex debt. Did you do debt. two degrees? I did, I did a bachelor's degree and then I did a master's. Oh, so I spent uh, I spent tens of thousand dollars on hex. The the intrinsic value of which is that it shut my mother up. Ah, uh, <laughs> worth its weight in gold for about five years. Yeah, but I paid like twelve or fourteen grand for that. I reckon if I just slipped her like eight under the table, she would have just shut up. Anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, or maybe a couple of Valium would have done the same. Yeah, thing. just or just not be gay. Also, would have <laughs> yeah, don't be gay. <laughs> There are university courses for that, you know. There you go. I am I am the first person in history to declare we'll not suck cock for money. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, we'll pay thousands of dollars for an education you don't want. That's awesome yes. because because now, now my mother and Peter are in a bidding war. <laughs> <laughs> And she's got 40 years of super on him. Oh, so damn it. I think, Pierre, you're in for a bit of a dry spell. That's all I'm saying. Oh, well, dear. on that note... Uh... She'd love to be a fly on the wall at Toby's. <laughs> There's more Puffcast here. Welcome to every little girl's dream. Puffcast. Talking Puffy Live is coming to Adelaide for the Feast Festival this November. So if you're a South Australian National Football League player with a trade between the ages of 19 and 27 who knows how to keep her mouth shut, come on down to the Mars Bar about 90 minutes after showtime for three nights only. Full details and bookings at talkingpuffy.com.au. All three of these men are gay. Puffcast. All right, it's time for Dear Talking Puffy. Mm-hmm. We have a letter from Tony from South Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Right. She must be around the corner. We record this in South Melbourne. Yeah, could have dropped in. Yeah, could have popped in. Lazy. Uh, Hello, Tony. <laughs> Shout out the window. Oh, no, we're sealed in. Air, oh. Airtight. Uh, dear Talking Puffy, 
I have been with my boyfriend for over 10 years now. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I love him very much, and it's just brilliant. If you saw our little domestic life in an American movie, we'd obviously be so perfect as to be in imminent danger of terrorist kidnapping slash apocalyptic meteor shower. (laughs) (laughs) Apocalyptic meteor shower. (laughs) Is there any other kind? Indeed. (laughs) There's never an incidental meteor shower. Yeah, there's never a meteor shower. But anyway, we're having a drama. Here. Yes. Uh, so, how come everything he does shits me? <laughs> it's perfect except yes. for everything. Um, yes. He eats with his mouth open. He has terrible taste in movies. He leaves shit on the floor wherever he goes. I hope that's just rubbish and not yeah, literal mm, yes. shit. Yes. I think we have to assume. Uh, his idea of exotic is butter chicken. <laughs> And he is otherwise totally awkward and graceless in any social situation that doesn't involve his immediate family. And even then, dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. At any given moment, I want to yell at him, punch him in the ghoulies, and kick his (laughs) ass. Ghoulies. Was this written by year nine student? In 1987. But when I actually contemplate life without him, I can't imagine it. What's going on? Why has my life become an episode of moonlighting? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely 87. (laughs) Am I just a fussy old queen or is there something subtler going on? Signed, Mm. Tony from South Melbourne. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. So the crux of his problem is he loves his husband, but he hates him. Yeah. Well, look, if I was a professional psychologist... Which is champagne-lish for psychology. (laughs) (laughs) I would say Tony hates himself and all the things that shit him about himself he sees in his partner reflected back. Oh. oh, I don't know. That seems a little bit too pat for me. Shut up! I'm oh. drunk. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I'm a drunk psychologist. Psychologist. So you think he's as boorish and boring and messy? All of these things that he that are shitting him, yeah, are things that shit him about himself. Yeah, and he's just going. You know what? You shit me. Yeah. for these reasons, but really, I shit me. Because I know I do these things and they shit you and no, you, you shit me. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know. I, I reckon, like, you know, what did he said it's over 10 years or something. 10 years? 10 oh, years. it's done then. Well, <laughs> yeah. a fork and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, like, over that long, mm. I, like, I know in, I was in a 14 year relationship. And he keeps going about that, doesn't he? I know. But over that long, it's the little things that get you after a while. It's but the can't you let the little tiny... things go? But they kind of grow because... Because of all the beauty and amazingness yes, and how great that the relationship you know, is. Yeah, that but, doesn't but, mean that, you know, little things don't shit you sometimes. But sometimes the little things are symptomatic of the bigger things. Yes. Because little things shit me about my sister, but I love her more than mm. anything. No, but it's different because you don't have a choice about her being your sister. <clears throat> oh, you you've got a choice about your partner. But you shouldn't... You know, See, this is the thing that people say, you've got a choice about your partner. Like, surely, after 10 years, you've committed to a relationship and you've gone, no, this is what I want for the rest of my life. Mm. No, on the contrary, over 10 years, you you make that commitment early on in the piece. You make that commitment at one year or two years or three years. And then over the course of the next seven years, both of you change. Often yes. dramatically. Yes. And so you're meant to honour a commitment that you made a long time ago. But aren't you meant he... to but, but what if he brings it up? What if he says, Look, this shits me, this shits me, this shits me, and that shits me? And if they're all superficial things, they're all fixable things. Yeah, I guess so. 
Yeah, but that's a pretty niggling conversation now yeah. for two adults to have. Shut, well, then you yeah. just shut have, your mouth when you're chewing. You have one, <laughs> one of those conversations a week. You, know, you don't have them all oh, just at Save once. it up. Just yeah. stage it. Like you a just, drip feed. You just go, critique. look, um, just thought I'd let you know, I know you like to eat with your mouth open, uh, but... <laughs> I know it's one of your hobbies. But that's what animals do. (laughs) And it shits me a little bit. And can you please think about it? And then every time he goes, you go, oh, you're doing it. And then if he keeps doing it, then go, well, fuck you with your mouth open bullshit. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going home to mother. But bring, bring them up, I reckon, Tony. Yes. Bring them up. Do you think? Yeah. Pick up the scab. Yeah, I reckon that's, yeah. Or, or not all at you, once, though, you're not right. Not all at once. You bring them up on a week-by-week week basis, you know. You eat with your mouth open, you drink too much and beat me. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually think he's just being irascible. I think that he has... Do you think he's a, looking for a way out? No, I think he's just got an odd affection for these things, in a way. Like, mm. um, ah. he's clearly a capable human, uh, and... Um, look, what I'm getting at is, you know, when people break up in a long-term mm. relationship, they don't usually say, I left because he this, chewed that, with his mouth thing. open. Yeah. People yeah. usually say, yeah. I left. It just wasn't working. You know what I mean? It's usually an amorphous <laughs> yes. kind of thing. And he's not complaining about an amorphous feeling. He's complaining no. about tiny incidents. Specific things, yes. But often when it's an amorphous thing, like, and it's manifesting in tiny little nothings, mm. like, is that a symptom of the relationship breaking down? Or is... Is that just, you know, is that a warning sign that, oh, we need to do some work on this? Like, is it more oh, valuable? Oh, that's true. That's is it true. more valuable to communicate what's shitting him? And therefore, there, there might be things yes. shitting Tony's boyfriend on the other side. Tony might be doing, you know, he might be getting drunk and smashing glasses. He might be, you know, kicking the cat. He might be, you know, killing all the pot plants in the house by overwatering them. Whatever it is. <laughs> Tony's been really busy. Yeah, just, lurching around. <laughs> Tony, Tony, like, well, Tony's boyfriend is <laughs> Tony's boyfriend isn't really doing anything. It's just tiny little nothings, and Tony might be doing the same kind of annoying, niggling things. And if they communicate back and forth what's shitting them, then they might get to the bottom of what the big problem is. Well, this is what yeah. I think. Or is. they might be able to, you know, plaster over the cracks and go. Actually, no, our relationship is solid. We love each other. Let's fix these superficial things. What? Between each other. This is what I think is interesting about this letter, about the idea of negotiating a long-term commitment. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's easy to fall in love. Yeah. Yeah, and the first few weeks are kind of the easy. It's also really easy to get up and go, and it's hard to stay. Like yeah, some, when, well, when in, the going, in different respects. In when the going yeah. gets tough, like maybe rather than the tough getting going, the tough need to fucking buckle down and go, what is good about this relationship? What do we need to work on to that, that, try that, that, and yeah. make That's it go I, mean. I would say after a certain amount of time, though, it's easier to just grin and bear it than it is to go. Like uh, the longer you're together, but, I think there's, the there's a certain pra- practical I'm saying, inertia. <clears throat> yes. I'm not saying grinning and be- grinning and bearing it implies oh, yeah. that you are unhappy and you don't want to bring it up and you don't want to leave and mm. you're just sitting there going, ah, I hate it. But you know, maybe there's you know, obviously he started out by telling us how amazing the relationship is. Yeah, he's got yes. no fundamental problem with it. Yeah, so he feels comfortable at some level, and then these little top notes of 
shitness. But I think it also, you know, it changes over time. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you would both know that after, you know, there are some days when your partner just shits yes. you to tears. And I know I do the same thing. Like, yeah. I'm, I shit my boyfriend to tears on and then, you know, and, and you fact, wake what, up the like, next day, though, and you go, I couldn't still ever with live without you. And in fact, it's what you say about the, the, the practicalities of leaving. Like, mm. if I didn't have half my shit at home, I would have left Peter 15 times by now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's just like, oh, so oh. much effort to move. Couldn't oh. be bothered packing. I'll put but, up with it for a month and see if I feel better then. <laughs> and you do. You know, and that, yeah. but, you know, and ra- but rather than, you know, digging your heels in and going, oh, I can't leave because there's too much shit here. Like, that's a, a fairly superficial thing, as are the reasons to leave. Mm. Like, maybe it is one of those things where you need to go, well, what, what is good about the relationship? What is bad? And communication is one of the most important Important things. So yeah. you think these apparently trivial quibbles are not actually trivial? They, they could be take en- them seriously. They could be endemic of something else and address why they're bubbling up. Yeah, yeah. And or- maybe and if you address each one one at a time, you know, a- over a period of six weeks, one a week. Oh, it's um, like Jenny Craig, isn't yeah. it? Just you know, you know, if you go look. Uh, I know you think butter chicken's exotic, but I would like to try escargot. Can we go to a French restaurant? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Well, you don't ever want to try anything new. Ah! That could turn into a thing. Or it might be, oh, you've never said you wanted to go to a French restaurant. I would love to do that. Like, you know, it might be a a Mm. non-communication issue. Mm, It's so funny because there's such, ironic, there's such trivial things, but it's really difficult to have that conversation. Yeah. Because yeah. when you honey, we need to talk, you think, oh, fuck, this is oh, a big I, thing. Uh-oh. I hate that. And I do that oh, all the time. I've got AIDS you in my face, it. or I've got full body cancer or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we need to talk. What? You're leaving me. Yeah. No. We need to talk. Uh, I want to go to a French restaurant. Yeah, you need to like, chew with your mouth closed. Yeah, so, like yeah. It, it's such a trivial thing, but it is such a big conversation to mm-hmm. have. And I guess what it gives the lie to, which is what no one should be surprised about, mm-hmm. is that it takes a lot of commitment and energy to sustain a long term yeah. relationship. It's it hard work. You can't just roll downhill. No, it's mm. not, you know, there is no such thing as happily ever after. No, oh no, God, no. it's complicated ever after. It's mm. fucking shit and tears ever after. I think what we're saying is, oh, men are bastards. <laughs> No, no. Uh, maybe that's just me. Okay. I'm a big fan of the idea that you don't, um, you don't fall in love. You manufacture love. Yeah, right. I don't. Mm. I don't think that, like, you know, a moonbeam strikes you in the face and you go, "Oh, you're the one." Mm-hmm. I think I'm a big fan of the idea of making a conscious decision that I'm going to make you the one. Mm-hmm. And you, as you say, you, you find common ground. Yes. and you and you forge it. You yeah, know? you work at it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's I, like, you know, I'd agree it's, with that. Yes, I know it's a very old school, you know, kind of Judeo-Christian mm. hit heteronormative thing to go, right, I am living with you. Let's try and work through things. Let's make everything, mm. you know, work out. But, you know, arranged marriages work in a ridiculously yeah. high yeah. percentage. Yeah. Like, they yeah. work because it's just a cultural thing. It's just like, well, I've agreed to marry you, you uh, ugly man. And, <laughs> and, yeah, you kind of agree to fall in love. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you work at it. Or, or even it not arranged. You know, like my grandparents met and married when they were like 19 or yeah. something, you know, in the early 40s. And when you're 19 and when you're 29, you're completely different people. Yes. But but they just go, oh, all right, well, we're in it now. We may as well make and it it's, work. And it's what everyone does, so let's try and, and get it. And when you talk about it being old-fashioned or heteronormative, you don't have to do it that way. No. But if you do it that way, it's not magic. You have to make it 
Happened. It's like, you know, well, I, look, I've got a lot of friends who, you know, are heterosexual and married, mm. and I kind of sometimes take my cues from them when I'm having relationship issues because they go, well, we're married, you know, or we've got kids. We've just got to do it. Gotta we've got to try and it. make it work because yeah. there are more reasons to keep going together Th- than there are. There are less bonds yes. in gay relationships. Whereas, yeah, in a gay relationship, <laughs> it is. It's easier to just go, yes. look, I know all my stuff's here, but fuck, what? It's just a matter That's of a packing. a couple of days of misery of me. People are usually on equal incomes. There's not yeah. generally kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not about kind of having together. to work out visitation. Right. To and even if you own property, like sometimes you just, oh, look, you know. Yes. You'll sell the house and whatever. Mm. Like, it's not a huge, you know, there's there's no other lives at stake. You don't mm. have a piece of paper that says... It's true. You know, you've, they're not you've, the same material. You haven't made so, a contract to stay together forever. So when you mm. find it difficult, you can look to straight yeah. peers or heteronormative peers for... What would they do? How do they stay together? And yeah, and it's uh, sometimes, and you know, I don't want to be saying stay in a, an abusive relationship. Don't stay in a relationship where no, no, no. is it, chewing you with, the, with your mouth open abuse. Well, no, it's just really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> dinner doesn't require a soundtrack. No. You know what? Here's the thing. Why don't, instead of having dinner at the table opposite one another, have dinner on the, on the couch watching television so you can't fucking see yeah. the open mouth. Like, yeah, like normal people. <laughs> like, give yourself a, you know, find ways around it, find compromises. Yeah, what are you doing, Tony, with your... <laughs> Candelabra in yes. the dining room. Face to face dining. I think what Tony like... and, and, and Gavin from Port Douglas need to talk about their are you, having like, are you having like a staring competition during dinner or something? Is it? Who knows? damn it. I think the other thing is like, you know, it, there is like, you know, well, I've, and you can get to say at the end of a month and you've gone, oh, well, I can't stop eating with my mouth open. I've got a sinus problem. You know, it just happens. And it's like you go, all right, well, that's something I have to live with. That's the price I pay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah give and take. Because the gobbies are great. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, that circular breathing thing he's obviously doing while he's eating is really working for him later on. <laughs> so the short answer is, Tony, is that um, any which way you cut it, you have to do some hard yakka. Yeah. You either yeah. have to suck it up and deal with it or you have to have a difficult conversation. You have to have a difficult conversation or you have to leave. Like, I don't, like just putting but up don't with it. don't leave putting up with it. Putting up with it is going to, like, the list of things that shit him is going to grow. Yeah. He's going to just become eventually resentful. Like, just when things shit, you just bring it up. Say, that shits me when you do that. Well, that shits me when you do that. Oh, really? Okay, well... Well, I'll try not to do that. You try not to do that. And then we'll... uh... Tony, it really irritates me when you fuck other people. (laughs) (laughs) That is maybe an area for... But again, an area for negotiation. Yes, indeed. Everything can be negotiated in a relationship. Everything's on the table. The only thing a relationship can't survive is a lack of honesty. Yeah. Lies are bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. There is our... I don't want to. Well, it's time for the interrogation. And uh, I do have to say, this is the most requested guest we've ever had. Really? Who has never been on before. Oh, my God. We've had a lot of requests for us not to be on. Yeah, yes. Only had one person come up a number of times. Can you please get Michelle Laurie? So here she is. Yay! I've phoned, I've texted, I've tweeted. Oh, oh are they all you? Oh. <laughs> I've instructed others. Oh, you're getting your fag hag army into it. <laughs> <laughs> My army of fag bots will not be defeated. <laughs> 
what are the topics du jour? Oh, well, we spin the wheel of uh, interrogation and oh, things just come up and whatever turns up, you have to answer the question. Are you ready? So, yes, yes. so far, just to give you a bit of context, we did a whole bit on fisting and anal cancer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, are they related? And, uh, vaguely. And, There's uh, been some talk of alopecia. A bit of, oh, alop- no. a bit of stealing drugs and a good 20 minutes on specifically Elton John's backup singers. Yeah. <laughs> so and his sausage fingers. So it's been a real smorgasbord of disappointment <laughs> so far. Well, good. So you need, you need to bring the noise, yeah. Yeah. Michelle. No. Oh, no. You need to fix this. I was just going to bring one of Elton John's backup singers. Oh. <laughs> We've spoiled it for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, first question, and I think I know the answer to this because uh, we both work in the distressing radio world where you spend a lot of time sitting down. Uh, Popping pills or pumping iron? Pills, pills, pills. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking actually last night, I was lying on my couch as I lie on it and I was just looking at nothing in particular in the room and I thought, when are they going to make that fat pill? And how will it work, you know? They did make a fat pill. It's on the radio with Jackie O. Oh! (laughs) You can't say that! Say that! Uh, That's Jackie O's job. Oh, Kyle! You're sick! You're sick! Do you know what? I've got a friend who's um, works for a company that's making a tanning pill. Oh, wow. No, no, I've seen people who take those. They're orange. <laughs> but, but they're claiming, so they can get all the funding for it, they're claiming that it's treatment for, for albinos. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> to stop them from getting sunburned. And oh, so there's all the things about people. albinos affect like 19% of the population. This is a crippling thing. And you're sure it makes you tan. Don't worry yeah. about it. But it's really about the albinos. <laughs> no, there, there is the, the fat pill, Michelle. There's Because um, uh, Miss Candy took it and she <laughs> lost a shitload of weight because you shit out any fat oh. that you eat. Yes, yes. No, that's it. They're always hideous. They're always speedy. Yeah. You know, they make you insane or they make you shit all day. Like, yeah. Can't we just have one of those tanning alopecia ones? That just sort of does its business. And <laughs> <laughs> we've got a disease. It is kind of cross-purposes, isn't it? Like yeah. being speedy and having to shit all day. Like On one hand, you're, you're stuck to the toilet all day, but at the end of it, like you feel like you've really achieved a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, you're too scared to go out so, in case you crap yourself. <laughs> you are stuck on the toilet, but on the bright side, the four tiles within arm's reach are really clean. <laughs> Nails a file down to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle, uh, next question, and this is yep. one maybe more philosophical than actual. Uh, how much is too much? I Look, it could be related to the last issue we discussed as well. I sort of reach vomiting stage and go, I'm nearly there. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. That's, that's fashion, that's, that's drugs, that's alcohol, that's everything. Just, oh, I've just vomited. I reckon I'm nearly there. <laughs> so if it makes you sick, you're not, it's not enough. No, I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what this reminds me of? My, my, my brother Barney, who you know, Michelle, I one, do. once told me once with an air of like absolute solemnity <laughs> that when your stomach is full of food, You've got 20 minutes for that sensation to reach your brain. And he was telling me in the sense of, like, when your stomach's full, 
mate, you've got 20 minutes to jam in as much. (laughs) 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 Won't let you jam in anymore. In unrelated news, in unrelated news, Barney has been working for 10 years on a good dim sim guide to Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) Paint your own picture, people. He is a boy of my after my own heart, Transformer. <laughs> I, I do get that with pizza. Like, that's my one thing. Where I go, I go oh, Wait. like, there's three of us. There's me and my boyfriend uh, and the 10-year-old step monster. Surely yeah. that's three larges. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, 10-year-olds, they can eat nearly two whole slices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you always end up. Eating the whole lot, don't you? Like yeah, I no, always in my head, I go, no, no, no. I'll have it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> and then when I wake up in the morning, and there's only one slice left. I'm like, oh god, damn it! I should have got four big ones. How did you two <laughs> eat so much pizza? I'm sure I only had like three slices a minute. <laughs> you, should, you, should one, you should get one for the table. Marty Sheargold always gets orders a meal for everyone and then a bowl of chips for the table. <laughs> for the table. Oh, the table. <laughs> So you want to get a pizza for everyone and one for the table. Yes, for one the table. for the table. As opposed to faggots who just order one for the table and no meals for themselves. Yes. <laughs> Still picking at the one bit of cake. Mm, yum. Oh, carbs. Oh, heaven. Oh, <laughs> Very good. Uh, now, uh, Michelle, we want to know, who are you marrying when gay marriage is finally legalised? Kylie Quall. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, I love Kylie Kwong so hard. And she's got, I don't know if she's gay or not, but she's got lesbian hands, which I love. <laughs> hang on, hang on. What are, what are lesbian hands? Yeah, short fingernails, lesbian. I'm guessing. Yeah, they do. They do. They always have short, beautifully manicured short fingernails, and they have these sort of beautiful, long, tapered <laughs> fingers and smooth hands. Lesbian oh, Are you just looking at her hands going, good fingering hands? Yeah, that's part of it. Also, good, good foodie hands. Yeah. You know, good. Oh, I just think she's heaven, and I love her bobcat, and I just love her. I get, I get a total lesbo vibe from her. Yeah, yeah, me too. Total lesbo. Square rim glasses. Yeah, lesbian haircut number seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lesbo hands for days. Yeah, <laughs> and really good at a very physical job. Oh yep. yes! Oh, I love her. See now that you've now that you've actually introduced the world to the concept of lesbian hands, you know there's going to be a fundraiser for them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to get more of them. I don't know. Unless, you know, on lesbian hands, there'll be something like, oh, I've yeah. lost, I've lost my lesbian hands. <laughs> No, but you know what the dykes are like. Oh, there we go. Oh, Betsy. Jesus. She's got lesbian paws. <laughs> <laughs> She's been declawed. Shush, Betsy. We're talking to Michelle. Oh, She's very. She always interrupts when we talk about lesbians. She goes, Does she really? Yeah. It, it must be um, uh, like a great dilemma for lesbian hands because on one hand you want short fingernails for obvious reasons, which yeah. then contrasts with the need for long fingernails to play your folk guitar yeah. <laughs> more efficiently. <laughs> You've got to make a choice, girls. No, it's got to be short for netball. Ah, yes. Otherwise, you have to tape them up. There you go. It's counterintuitive. They must yeah. use a plectrum. Yeah, you can always buy a pick. Plectrum. <laughs> I think yeah. there's plectrum people, yeah. I reckon there's heaps of dental dams and plectrums around at Kylie's house. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. All right, Michelle, uh, which gay couple, now this could be a real gay couple or one you just make up, uh, they don't even have to be gay, do you wish had adopted you and brought you up? Which gay couple do you wish had adopted you and brought you up? You repeated it twice like it's mastermind. Just so she's got time to think about something hilarious. <laughs> I get it wrong. <laughs> I'm going to pretend Quentin Bryce is gay because I 
because right. yeah, wouldn't she be a fabulous? It's let's say say Quentin Bryce and um, Dawn Fraser hooked up. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Oh and my so God, that's um, that's an odd couple there. Yeah. Great couple. That's well. I mean, Dawn's got the fingers. Let's just not go into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. Dawn's got the whole forearm. Dawn. <laughs> yeah, Dawn's has. also got the lesbian ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then Quentin's got the glamour. Yes. And, oh, yes. Yes. That is yeah, such a, a, a Felix and Oscar couple, isn't it? Yes. Oh. Isn't it? Yeah, I do. I do love Quentin's helmet hair, and I do love Dawn. <laughs> Qu- yeah. Quentin would be like, Dawn, stop leaving the seat up. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Dawn would be like, shut the fuck up. How many gold medals are you in this week? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I fucking thought so. <laughs> exactly. What a fun out. <laughs> that would be, the, as parents though, are you not worried that that would be a lot of scarring? <laughs> I think they'd be wonderful parents. Oh, wow. <laughs> Michelle, this is perfect because because Kylie Kwong could be the wacky neighbour. Nudge! Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> the wacky neighbour always has to be a wog of some description. Yes, <laughs> snap, yeah. yes. sold. Beautiful. It's going to happen. Oh, beautiful, excellent. <laughs> All right, our uh, our final question, Michelle Laurie, tell us: Do you prefer Oscar Wilde or Kenneth Williams? Oh, Kenneth, all the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Celebratory puff every time. Yeah. You know, I, one of my favourite ones was, I think it's like Carry On Doctor, where he yeah. thinks he's taken a whole oh. lot of female hormones. <laughs> <laughs> And he's a bit, and he thinks he's turning into a woman. And Hattie Jakes, the matron, comes in and hands him the the post for the morning. And goes, uh, excuse me, doctor, you're male. And he goes, yes, I know. <laughs> 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 Gay man, I truly loved and, oh. and just wanted to be with all the time for the rest of my life. I was very small, you know, and the movies would come on and be like, Where's that one? Where's that one? Oh. There he is. There he is. Oh, and um, is this why you formed such an attachment to Toby? <laughs> <laughs> The Kenneth Williams. I don't know what you could be possibly referring to. (laughs) (laughs) Toby's technically what if Oscar Wilde and Kenneth Williams had a bait? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm about that old. Yeah. I've got a really soft spot for Kenneth Williams because of all the lurid stories in Joe Wharton's biography yes. about them trooping off to Morocco to smoke, spl- smoke spliffs and penetrate underage boys on the Moroccan <laughs> beach wow. for two weeks at a time. Oh. Like, you know, oh, they just don't make them like that anymore. No. They don't. Oh, I just... Wild was sort of wandering around accidentally or pretending to accidentally rub himself on boys and things. He's just like, oh, just go for it, Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't want to think about Kenneth Williams having sex. I don't want to hear, that's no. Nah. No. <laughs> no. Deeper. Deeper. Oh my God. Do you know what? Your, your Kenneth Williams veers dangerously close to Davros. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. <laughs> Come on, darling. <laughs> now we're in string territory. <laughs> Get that plunger out of me. <laughs> Oh, Michelle Laurie, this has been possibly the campest experience. Yeah, and really, that was really gay, and, and we've watched gay porn, okay? That, you've surpassed it. Well, some of us have. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I was thrilled to be on the podcast. Oh, oh, it's been a pleasure, love. Delightful. Thank you. You can, of course, catch Michelle Laurie on uh, the television's Can of Worms or on the radio, on your Nova network in the, in the afternoons, nationally. Ow. Oh, Talking to Marty Sheargold mostly about food. Ha, 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 ha.
Well, he's turning into his mother increasingly. He's becoming an elderly lady in Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Bryce. Quentin Bryce. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much, Michelle. Thank you. I'm very excited about our new segment, Toby. Yes. Are you excited? Yes. It's time for a little bit of humour. Yes. A little bit of good old fat. Enough of this smut. Yes. Have some good old fashioned jokes. Some well, satire. We we try to base the poofcast on the kind of things you might see on television or hear on the That's radio. Right. So it's that like a right. professionally thrown together show about fisting <laughs> and anal <Yes>. cancer. <laughs> uh, and I'm having, right here. <laughs> having watched the Sunrise program, fisting and anal cancer. That just sounds like the worst kind of cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Well, I was trying to encompass, you know, the, the, the flippancy and yet sometimes serious nature of our program. Right. But, you know, By you... picking fisting and anal cancers <laughs> yeah. as the two poles <laughs> of hilarity and solemnity. Yeah. That's, that's we pause them. now to remember our friends lost to anal cancers. <laughs> you can get it, apparently. It's I know. Happening a lot I know. More yes. Lately, I know. because of the drugs people are on for a sort of, yes. you know, for dealing with yes. HIV. But I'll bet you if someone has it, they don't say, I have anal cancer. Cancer. No, they call it rectal. Because, <laughs> wow. see, because everyone would laugh. They would just go, "I have, I have cancer, just cancer." Just yeah, cancer. Okay. So you don't need to qualify the nature of the cancer <laughs> any no, further, like finger cancer, like or yeah, if some, elbow cancer. If someone doesn't tell you what kind finger of cancer, cancer it is, it's ass cancer. It's yeah, ass right. Cancer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like Delta yeah. told well, us all, she had armpit cancer, but oh, that's really? called Hodgkin's disease. Right. <laughs> the armpit right. cancer. Oh. What's ass cancer called? <laughs> Molly's dizzy. <laughs> Sanderland syndrome. <laughs> I was going to suggest something to do with Hasselhoff, but anyway. Oh. <laughs> anyway, enough anyway. ass cancer. Um, but yes, we've been watching uh, the Sunrise program, mm-hmm. and on there they have Koshy's jokes. Oh, they must be good. And we all know how much you love Koshy, Toby. Um, <laughs> I love Koshy. Speaking of ass cancer. <laughs> <laughs> So, Scott has volunteered to yes. do our joke segment. Yes, it's Scotty's Joke Corner. Oh, no. this is like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so, pull the cracker. Yeah, well, yes, let me read out the cracker joke for you this, okay. this now, week. Is it Now, just to confirm, these are your own jokes or you've found them? I've found them. They're right. found jokes. Right. But they're jokes that I've enjoyed. <laughs> Well, that worries me greatly. Oh. <laughs> Welcome so you to can... the Jordan Paris joke corner. <laughs> <laughs> you can rip them out to your family at you know family functions over Christmas, perhaps. Uh-huh. Yes, this is uh-huh. the part of the poofcast you can take with you to work. That's right. Good old fashioned water that, cooler fun. Yeah, yes. that and chlamydia. <laughs> Um, so, yes. my joke Here we go. for this week is... Oh, we ne- you know what we need? We need a drum roll or something. Oh, yes. Have we got a, a fanfare oh, or we'll a get a drum roll. Or, um, hang on. Can someone fart on cue? Oh, <laughs> hang on a minute, yes. I can almost fart on cue. <laughs> Are you calling up a drum roll from the Talking Poofy Sound Library? I'm getting a, a drum roll. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Okay, my joke for this week is... What have Sarah Palin's vagina and the Iron Man costume got in common? What? They've both had Downey Juniors in them. (laughs) Touchdown! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think Mark Holden is... Oh, the drumroll's still going. (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry. Great. There you you have it. (laughs) There you go. That was our... (laughs) Mark Holden, enjoy it. (laughs) Mark Holden, love that. (laughs) 
think next time we do this segment, no drum roll. Maybe, maybe no drum. I think it built up too much. <laughs> too much expectation. <laughs> right, that was that was Scott's joke corner. Yeah. Next okay. time, maybe something not about downies. Okay. After all that all right. cancer talk. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. Although I did not lift my guy Michael. It's world up. Postcast. All right, it's time for. Uh, well, Toby's become quite good at this I love now. It. Yeah, I love it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's time to uh, find out where is Wes Snelling uh, in Where's Wes? Hello, Wes. Hi, babe. Where oh, are you? <laughs> um, I'm in 1968. Right. right. Well, oh. thanks for that. We'll talk yeah. to you next week. <laughs> When's Wes? When's Wes? So When's 1968. Wes? Are you in a particular place? Oh, God, this is tedious. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm singing. I'm definitely right. singing. Right. You're singing in 1968. Are you at Woodstock? No, no Got it. Noni. Got it. What? Judy Garland, Carnegie Hall. No. Oh, oh Toby. I was doing I can so see what, well. Yeah, you're getting, you know, you're not far. I'm going to just get, drop another, a, a little one for you, and it's, I'm just going to say these words. American ass. American, American ass. American what? woman. Oh, no, that's a different American song. American ass, 68. American, American ass. And someone's singing, did you say? Yeah. Well, um, that's not helping me at all. Ass. Ass. Like, is it a bottom or is it a top? No. See, Woodstock was 69. Right. <laughs> 69. Uh, American ass. <laughs> what, what, what can you see around you? Yes. Oh, God, lots of colour and movement. The occasional bit of water. Uh, sometimes a ship. Suitcases. Um, oh, oh. A suitcase. So, so it sounds like it's, it's like Ellis Island or like um, yeah, but that was the people embarking or uh, going on a cruise or Are something. Are you on a boat? Uh, there's, there's a period of time where I wasn't. I'm on a boat, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, is this period of time 1968 <laughs> or a different period? <laughs> I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> no. Now we know Okay, why do, we get do you have a suitcase? Do you have luggage with you? Um, no. Okay. Right. okay. The right. person I'm looking at does. I'm just picking random visuals here. You're looking at someone with luggage. With an American ass. Are you, are you in a... American ass. Are you in a movie? Yes. Ah. You're in a movie with an American ass and a boat. The movie was technically meant to go for about an hour and a half, but because the lead loves to hold a tune, it actually went for three hours. Are you in Yentl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you in... Oh, my God. Are you Are you in... A star is born. Oh, no. I thought you were going to get it just then. Oh, oh you're a funny girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> American ass. Fanny Bryce. Fanny Bryce. Oh, oh you're on the front. Because, you know, that when she's on the Fanny train Bri- and then yes. she's on the cab and then she's oh. on the boat and it's all one song. Yes. Oh, my God. Barbara uh, needs to sing. It was on Gem the other day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, technically, Adam got it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dear. That's great. Wow. Right. Well, s- s- say hello to Babs for us. <laughs> yeah. In that case. There's so much Barbara in the Puffcast. Yeah, I know. It's hasn't just there? gayness. And who would think she was popular with the guy community? I know. Oh, dear. That was the Puffcast. <laughs> there it was. Ledger. It was good. It was good. There's some interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. Let's just pick it up with some tongs and put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>
<laughs> like the way the, the you know when you finish with the hot towel when you're in business class, <laughs> and the woman comes along with the tongs like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not touching it's, that. It's got your skin on it. <laughs> yeah. How how is it season three already? It it happened a few couple of weeks ago. Really? It's arbitrary, Toby. I like, ah. can't imagine. Like, I can't believe you go, hang on a minute. Yeah. It's like, it's like Glee. The seasons are completely arbitrary. Yeah, it's well, not season like. Season one went for way too long and it didn't fit all on one disc. Oh, I all see. All right. I see. So we're doing I them see. in seasons that fit on a disc. Due to petty government red tape and yeah. grunty. And grunty. grunty. Oh. Grunty's insisting. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, I don't blame you for leaving every time he comes in here. Can, it's, it's so tight. You, you know what? It is lazy humour. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. It yeah. is lazy. All yeah. all he does, he comes in here. Like, I spend hours crafting my material on this poof cast. Indeed. Right? Mm, yep. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. Right? <laughs> and then That's Grundy Scott's comes material, in by the way. and yeah. says, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> then that horrible, scabrous old lech comes in says, can't face. And everybody falls over, pissing themselves in laughter. Very good impersonation. It's stupid. It's, just, it's lazy. Really? You, we could fire Grundy and get you to do it. I, I, I could be the grunty McFuckering cover band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the grunty McFuckering yes. experience. Yes. <laughs> Nearly McFuckering. <laughs> the grunty McFuckering. You know what? Well, maybe, if, you know, if he can't get his brother to come in, you could play his brother. I could play Chunky McFuckering. Chunky yes. McFuckering. Chunky oh, I don't know. Grunt, Grunty's a bit of a mad one for vendettas. I might be barred from wrongins for life. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the, the wrongins are so kind of big that you don't want to not. I don't want to. I don't want to have that be close to me. Yeah. I mean, who knows when I'll be caught in a tight corner and need to be fingered by some homeless person? Yeah. <laughs> In a trough urinal. It's it's <laughs> surprising how often you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be prepared. Be yeah, prepared. Be prepared. Well, there'll be more of this nonsense next time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Let's have a week off. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Humphreys, leave my pussy alone. I just went gay all of a sudden. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. You sound gay. You look gay. You're gay. Wolfcast. Well, now we've got that sorted out, can we get on? Wolfcast. <laughs>